Hello and welcome everyone. Today I'm in conversation with a journalist, a film critic and an author. She has written many biographies about iconic people. Bharti as Pradhan. Hello Bharti ji, how are you? Hi, hi, hi. Good, good, good. How about you? Very well. So what's good, happening? Good. How are you dealing with this <laughs> lockdown? I think wonderfully because there's been time to do so many things that I've been wanting to do. I mean, there's this book called East West Street, which is on the Nuremberg, trial, Nuremberg trials and how they came about. I've been reading that. It's a difficult book to read because it's got a lot of these East European names, uh, Polish names, and uh, it's difficult to keep track. But I read that book and it's wonderful because, you know, I didn't even know that the word genocide was coined because of those trials. It was coined at those trials. I didn't know that. So I learned a lot by reading that book. Otherwise, we all know about the Nazis and the Jews and what happened. But this really gave an insight into exactly what was happening and how they were brought to trial. So I read a lot of books and I read a variety. I mean, I read Dan Brown's Origin. Then I read Prem Sagar's wonderful book on his father, Ramanand Sagar. My friend Parikshit Sani wrote a really, really fabulous book on his iconic father, Balraj Sani. Then mm. I read, I mean, I, would, I read a lot of books. And so it's been, I've been uh, reading and I've been writing my next book. That has taken up a lot of my time. Actually. I was about to ask that, what are you writing these days? Well, I can't tell you because I have a confidentiality clause in my contract, but I have been signed by somebody very important to write his book. And uh, I can only tell you that it has something to do with the entertainment industry and it has got stories nobody's ever heard before. Well, we, we all know because we've read the previous <laughs> books that you've written. So Bharti ji, yes. tell us, how did this start? How did you become a film critic? I mean, you came, you were always in Mumbai. Oh, well, I've been in Mumbai since the age of 16. So I guess you can say I've always been here. But you know, I used to write letters. Those days, letter writing was something else because the letters to the editor used to get published. Is, I'm talking about the late 60s, early 70s. I used to write letters to the editor and people didn't know I was a schoolgirl writing letters. So they used to print it and I would get the best letter price of 25 rupees and be most thrilled because that was more than what my pocket money was. So it was great fun. And then when I came to Mumbai and they realized that I was, uh, uh, I was a schoolgirl, but I could still write. They offered me a job right away in the Times of India. They asked me to do a column. They had something called the Evening News those days, which mm -hmm. is a very, very popular evening paper. So they asked me to do a column for them. And uh, I started writing this column when I was still in college. And wow. it, it just took off from there. So I was barely 17 when I started. And uh, before I graduated, I had become a full-fledged journalist. That's so wonderful to hear. So, so you started your journey at a very, very young age. When you Very were young. I started earning my own living by the time I was 17. Yes. That's wonderful. So then, uh, how did you become a film critic? I mean, from writing these columns, you ended up becoming a film critic. You started writing, reviewing uh, well, films. Yeah yeah, because, yeah, 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 because that's part of the job. I mean, you're writing a column. And then I was uh, called by the rival paper, which was in those days called the Free Press Bulletin. And that was also very, very, very popular. Everybody but everybody from JRD Tata down to the person giving me my, the Udupi guy who would come and serve me my idli sambar from, you know, everybody read uh, the free press bulletin those days. And um, it was just part of the job that, you know, you go interview people, you go write stories, and then you go see films and you review them. So it was just became part of the job. It was not something that one did only as a critic. 
one did it as a film journalist this is part of the job and i have to tell you something i was only 17 years old i was sent to go and cover a film which had been banned by the censors there was okay. a lady called asha putli who had made a very wild film so they the film censored had passed it and the media was called to come and see it i was under age i wasn't 18 and i was you know so there was this Commission <laughs> the door saying, you know, how can you go and kind of, and I looked even younger than what I was. So you know, uh, then I had to prove my credentials that I've come here as a journalist, etc. And so, but I was still young. Now that we are talking about the the censor board, you've been a part of lot of boards. Yes, I am. You've been a part I of am. the film board. You're a part of the censor board. So how how does your what is your job uh, as as a member of these boards? you know as a member of the of the censor board uh, in bombay i i can just tell you one thing we have the chairperson is prasun joshi renowned writer uh, writer lyricist and uh, the only thing he told me because you know a lot of people had scared me saying that oh it's political and you know uh, you'll have to toe the political line and stuff like that and, but when i went there the only thing prasun joshi told me was he said anything that lowers the dignity of a woman you will not pass i'm not going to ask you about anything else he says the others you just let you go by what what the guidelines or whatever you want but he never said a word politically or in it, you know there was no ideology no nothing the only thing he told me i said sometimes it's a joke you know some there's an english film that we were watching and you know there was some kind of um joke passed about a woman's boobs and they said and uh, so i said it's only a joke he said no it starts with a joke that's what prasun joshi told me he said it starts with a joke and then it goes on into becoming a mindset so therefore you have to nip it wherever you see it and i just loved what he told me because i thought it made so much sense it was something i hadn't thought of as a woman but what he told me made such sense so after that we've been very very careful and that is the only a uh, uh, rule that we follow and that's the only rule i've been given that just don't do anything that lowers the dignity of a woman i think it's a wonderful job they're doing at sense support simply because i think they have a fabulous person as a chairman that's wonderful now you've also been a writer so you started writing books and you have written some iconic books about iconic personalities so how did yes. that start how what was your first book and how how did you uh, you know start <laughs> <laughs> my first book was because i have was on uh, maternity leave and i had uh, i was staying at home and i was very frustrated because i wasn't used to sitting at home mr nari hira the iconic publisher of every magazine that you can think of starter showtime society island i mean new health and nutrition i'm fabulous uh, first fabulous publisher i used to work with him i used to edit a magazine for him so when i went on maternity leave and i started writing a very very adult romance it was very very randy and i just it was just it was just a very you know it was just a romantic book and i called it valentine lover it was very graphic it was totally different from the kind of work i'm doing now so i you know i was just writing this book and mr hero was in touch with me although i was no longer working with him and he said look i'm go- i'm traveling i'm going to london So I said, "Hey, I've got this book I want you to read." So he said, "You didn't tell me you were writing something." I said, "I wasn't sure." He said, "Listen, I'm leaving on Thursday." So that gave me a deadline. I sat up all nights 
and I sent him the manuscript, which he just took with him on flight. And he went Bombay to London, landed in London, and rang me up from Heathrow saying, I'm publishing your book. Okay. So that was how I became a, a writer. And he, wrote, he published my first book. Magna used to be into publishing books at that time. Right. And uh, he published my first book. It was very controversial because it was, like I told you, very graphic. It was an adult romance. But it sold and sold and sold and went into several reprints. But after that, no, I just kind of moved on and started writing other stuff. I write a lot of nonfiction now because I did the, um, the official biography of Shakun Sinha, which was a you know, hot selling book. And then I did, uh, I did, yes, and I did uh, The Dark Horse, which was uh, on Priyanka Chopra on how to be a winner. Then I have done, co-authored a book on Mr. Modi, which is called The Modi Years. I've done a lot and I did a fabulous book for Dainik Bhaskar people because I, you know, you and I, we speak English and we read English newspapers. We don't realize that the main readership, it comes from the Hindi the and Hindi the regional papers. Yes. So I didn't know Dainik Bhaskar was the number one newspaper in the country. If somebody had asked me four years ago, I was at times when you're Hindu or something. So when uh, the Dainik Bhaskar people asked me to do a book on them, I realized while I was researching and talking to them that Mr. Ramesh Chandra Agarwal, who had set up, who, who was the brain behind uh, Dainik Bhaskar, what he had gone through, the kind of you know risks he had taken and the kind of rough um, political uh, times he had to go through to be where he is, made a fabulous story. And then I did this too. So I wrote this book on the making of the number one newspaper of the country. That was also very hard. He said, yeah, I've been doing a lot of good work, I would say. That's wonderful. This is quite exciting to hear all, all the stories that, that you must have heard while writing these uh, amazing yes. books. So would you like yeah. to share a little bit, I mean, some story of one of your books that you've written? I can't say favorite books because it's like, it's like asking a mother to choose a child because you've written right. so many of them. So could you please right. read out or, you know, share a story from one of your books? Well, I'm not going to read out because I don't have any of the books with me right now here. No problem. But um, I can tell you that Priyanka Chopra was a very different kind of book because uh, you normally, I, I, I mean, uh, Shatrugan Sinha was very much on board when I did the uh, biography on him. He was the one who asked me, would you write this book? Because he got an offer from our publisher. And we got together and wrote the book. And we've been friends for a very long time. So that was lovely to do. It was one of the loveliest experiences of my life because we spent seven years doing it. We traveled all over wherever he went. He's an intrepid traveler. I think he does more miles than any pilot. Mm. You know, wherever he went, I would go with him, tag along, and he would keep talking. I'd have my tape on. I'd meet all the people that he was meeting and get uh, points from them. So it was really a fabulous experience over seven years. And, wow. and I think he loved the experience as much as I did because he wasn't willing to put a full stop to it. And then I had to give him a deadline and say, nothing doing now. When the Bihar ele Assembly elections are over, you're coming out to the book. And so the Assembly elections were over. The results came out on the 8th of November. And my book was ready by the 15th of December. So that's how oh, we wonderful. Yeah. So it was wonderful. It was a lovely experience. But Priyanka Chopra was a totally different one. Because you see, she was not on board. It was not an official biography. And I didn't want an official biography. Because I, in fact, when I was in the midst of doing this book, I got a call from her people 
they heard about the book and they said, uh, do you want an NOC from us? And I said, no, I don't. Because an NOC would mean that, and you see, if it's just Priyanka, she's fine, she's a lovely girl. But uh, unfortunately, these people these don't operate on their own these days. They have a battery of agents and managers who will tell them what to do and how to breathe and how to sit and how to talk. And I wasn't willing to have my manuscript vetted by any of them. Right. So simply because I didn't want my manuscript vetted by anybody, I said, no, I don't want an NOC. And I did the book. And I knew it was going to be a very positive book. I wasn't going to write anything which was defamatory. But it was definitely going to trace her entire story right from the time she came into the industry. Or even before, before even when she was Miss World. So I talked to a whole lot of people, including Pradeep Guha, who was with her during Miss World. I spoke to some of her relatives. I spoke to people in her school. I spoke to her, a lot of her colleagues here, right from you know Sanjay Leela Bansali and everybody who mattered. Anurag Basu had done that wonderful film, but be with her. So I spoke to a whole range of top-notch people and put together this book. So I knew Madhur Bandarkar who got to the National Award for Fashion. So I spoke to a whole lot of people who gave me authentic stories on her. Sunil Darshan who gave her a break, Anil Sharma who gave her a break. So, you know, I spoke to all these people and she had been through a very rough patch before she made it. I mean, we only know about Priyanka Chopra, the winner, but the number of times she'd been put down, she'd done a nose job which went wrong and she lost some eight films as a newcomer with that. Who knows these stories? So it was right. wonderful putting these stories together and they were all authentic stories backed by people who had you know, who are witness to it. So I wrote this. Yeah, so it, I wrote this book and I, it's the book of a winner. How despite all these setbacks, you can still be a winner. So I just loved writing that book because I myself learned so much from it. You know, I think anybody in any field at any age can read that book and get something from it. It's that Absolutely. kind of book. Absolutely. Yeah, have you read it? Have you read it? I, I have the book. I've not read it. Probably this is the right time. You're not my friend anymore. You're not my <laughs> friend anymore. <laughs> you know, there's one story in that I have to tell you, Anurag. There's a story about Manish Malhotra. And this is something, again, because it's an authentic book, Manish himself gave the story. That there was uh, a time when he and Priyanka were doing a film for Dharma Productions, Dostana. And uh, uh, Manish and uh, Priyanka were not on the best of terms. So at that time, uh, where they had gone to Miami and they were shooting there. So there were, uh, you know, few hiccups there in the sense of um, uh, Manish didn't feel he was being appreciated enough. And, um, you know, he thought, you know, he, he laid out such a fabulous wardrobe for her. And there this lady is just, you know, kind of not even complimenting him or going gaga over it. And I think Manish was used to that. So then, uh, finally, it was the last day of shooting. And uh, Karan told him that, you know, we're shooting this uh, Desi girl in Bombay and Film City. So come and uh, come to the shoot. So now Manish Malhotra sent a message saying, thank God it's my last day with, with Priyanka. <laughs> and he sent it. Now, by mistake, instead of sending it to Karan, he sent it to Priyanka. Oh, God. So can you imagine, within a minute, Karan Johar rang him up saying, what have you done, Manish? Why did you send this message to Priyanka? She rang me up crying. So then he realized the mistake he'd made. He said, okay, he reached Film City. There was this big scene, Farah Khan was choreographing uh, Desi Boys and uh, sorry, yeah, Desi Girl and you know, and all these people were on the sets and there was Priyanka crying. 
So Manish just went straight up to her and said, "Look, I'm sorry that message wasn't meant for you." But she said, "But what is this message? What what's our problem? What's the problem between you and me that you can send a message like this to anybody?" And then what happened was now if you or I, at least I know for sure I'm so volatile that if somebody had done this to me, I'd have either slapped that guy and made it worse, or I'd have just stopped talking to him and made it worse. What she did was she turned this into an opportunity to make a friend. The way she handled the entire incident. she and manish became the best of friends after that so uh, you know she uh, uh, an opportunity where uh, where you can make a friend and take a relationship forward make it very positive instead of making an enemy and making a situation worse i mean i think anybody could learn from this isn't it it's a, i mean i it was wonderful i, I just thought it was a lovely way of handling a situation i knew i was incapable of handling it like that so i was very happy to you know I just feel at any age you can learn, and I definitely learned while writing this book on Priyanka. How wonderful! Now that gives us an inspiration to go get the book and read the book. Yes, yes, yes. What I, do you think I, I would try to do? Of course, I'll tell everyone <laughs> to to go get that book and read the book yes. that she's written. It's called The Black Horses. No, the dark horse. The, the dark, dark horses. The dark horses. No, the dark and... horse. The dark. The dark horse. Singular. Oh, it's just the dark the horse. Yeah. It's the dark Priyanka horse. Priyanka Chopra, the dark horse. Yeah. And it's published by. Om Books. They are my publishers. Published. I have this wonderful rapport with Ajay Mago, the publisher, and my chief editor Deepa Chaudhary. We are all buddies, and I have a fabulous relationship with all of them. So they do more with all of my books. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Bharti ji, for doing this. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye.